Welcome back to Lunch Logic. This is Luke. This is Devin. Today we're going to talk about language. Okay. Now, what is a language? Um. Uh, well, there's different types. Like there's written or verbal. Right. Which is what we normally call a language, like English, Spanish, Chinese. Yeah. Uh-huh. So does a language have to have both forms? Written and verbal, or no? yes, I would say so. Yes. Okay. I mean, you can say like, uh, I mean, I guess you can technically read a programming language. But you can't. Well, but like, pr- like for example, like programming languages, right, but they're like meant to like encode information rather than like verbally, co- rather than for verbal verbal communication. But those are those are based on different language, like, um, like you know that those are written in English characters. Right, and like numbers. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. But they're not for verbal communication. hmm. Well, do you think if, like, if you just read, like, code Uh to a programmer... Well, it is possible. They could understand it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I think a language of mine is just, like, any system of, like, communication. But Mm -hmm. then it gets fuzzy, you know? So it contains information, right? Yeah. So it's our way of communicating with others. And think about this. A lot of people think, I, I think we take languages for granted. Because oh, yeah. think about this. I can literally make you understand what's going on in my mind just by moving my lips. Right. It's really cool. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. And not only <coughs> that, we're, we add... Um, like we change our tones or mm, like there's nuances like facial expression yeah right yeah. like so like different sentences can mean different or the same sentence can mean different things right so i don't just talk like this <laughs> you know yeah. so we can actually send more detailed information uh-huh. so wait would you say like those little details like nuances and tones are a part of uh language oh yeah 100 yeah? percent hundred percent because yeah because you communicate a different meaning right you know um but like so does that but like even so like the system is not perfect at all like, no not at all english is a very <laughs> weird very far from a perfect language. yes yeah but uh could there be a perfect language see so we can ask like what makes a good language uh-huh you know uh-huh because think about this i mean we're not we're not robots, right? We yeah. need, we can't talk in a programming language. Mm. We can't speak. We can't have a conversation just for the sake of sending information, uh, transferring information. Um, but if that is the purpose, I think a good language would be anything that's concise and like optimized. Because mm. look at like, let's let's look at math, okay? Mm-hmm. We have tons of symbols and tons of functions that we write down or like, t- you know, I, um, I'm just trying to think of an example. Like if you look at <clears throat> like infinite series, you know, okay. or like trigonometry, like we just say like the ratio of like certain sides of a right triangle, uh. you know, are called like sines, cosines and tangents yeah right instead of writing like the long like polynomial form or what about like exponents yeah exponents too so instead of writing like 
you know, instead of saying five times five times five, we just say five to the third. Yeah. Or five square. Instead yeah. of and think about this. It's and that's not it. Like what's five times five times five? That's five plus five plus five plus five plus five. <laughs> and then you add that five times again. Right? Yeah. So it's all about making things more concise and putting more information into one thing without or while optimizing at the same time. Hmm. And you can also ask, like, are those like math languages being invented or discovered and this is different from the you know the topic we talked about like whether like if the, the abstract concept concept of math was invented or discovered because mm -hmm. we're now we're talking about uh, we're talking about like languages and symbols mm -hmm. which is which are which are a lot different from like yeah like you know like the abstract meanings right you know the, I mean? yeah yeah because yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it makes sense a little because yeah, when, when we're in calculus, <clears throat> um, let's look at um, the power rule. Okay. What's the derivative of x cubed? 3x squared. squared. Right. So now we're multiplying the exponent, and then we're subtracting 1 from the exponent, right? Mm -hmm. But think about this. If you say that, um, like those exponential rules and like the sim like the the languages and symbols that we quote unquote made up were invented how how come we how, how can we do um like how were how we able to discover those mathematical rules right so like and how easily? are they universal yeah yeah because like anything in english like anything i can i say to you in english yeah can be interpreted a million different ways it's not universal at all right but math it's universal it's universal so yeah i mean that's a great argument for why math was discovered mm -hmm. so if you say like let's say hypothetically there is a god or mm -hmm. there is this creator who mm -hmm. like programmed the universe yeah i think like if there was literally a programmer who made this universe He'd probably use like those symbols that we made up. The same ones. Well, or not the similar ones. Or, or well, I they mean, would could look they, could different. They be better. Like if he was a literal programmer. Yeah. I obviously the symbols would look different. Yeah. But they would mean the same. Yeah. 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 Like sines, cosines, tangents. Like he wouldn't write it actually like sines and cosines and tangents. Uh -huh. But you know the programmer would have okay. some kind of symbols to represent those trigonometric 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 functions sorry yeah. guys i just woke up <laughs> i'm stuttering so much okay so so is what you're saying like math is the <sighs> perfect language or maybe the best that we it's definitely the best one we have because yeah. it's universal it's so concise we can we can literally write infinite <laughs> think about that we can True. write an infinite amount of information in a finite notation or okay. symbol well let me argue this like sometimes it's not as effective to be concise um let's think about like a book for example like if you so like if you're an ap lit or something and you read mm -hmm. pride and prejudice mm -hmm. so many like unnecessary <laughs> phrases and languages well maybe well okay everybody is going to find some parts of that book unnecessary mm -hmm. right but other people will find the same parts completely necessary to the 
so portrayal of the idea. Yes, but like, as you read through like the two hundred something, I forget what it is. However many pages of of Pride and Prejudice, you start to like get these ideas, these themes sprout from the book. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. And even though it took like, uh, you know, so many more characters than like like you could we could write down a theme in like, uh, like a sentence, right? The major theme of the book you could write in a sentence, but will you understand it as well as if you read the whole book and you went through all those different examples and you know like you followed a character and their mm. thoughts you know probably not right so there's i mean i yeah I think being concise is not everything for a language. So that's for, but is that only only for like literatures and like human like made up languages, or can you apply that to like math and programming? Hmm. I mean, sure. Like if you, um, so if if uh, like a teacher just throws like a a formula or something, uh huh, like you might understand it, but you don't really understand how it connects to anything else that you know in math. So that's why. They have proofs to show you the different steps. It's like some proofs are like pages and pages and pages, yeah. but you can follow it all the way through, and your understanding by the end of it would be like so much greater than just like taking a formula, right? But that's different from like writing symbols. What I mean is like when I'm like you know, like I think Infinite Series is a really good example. Like instead of writing. The Taylor series for sine, which is x minus x cube over three factorial plus x fifth over five factorial minus like so on, mm-hmm. we just write like like the sigma notation and like you know like the negative one and the to the power of k, and, like x to the power of two k plus like you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. We can literally represent infinity by like finding the patterns in those like infinite um, infinite terms, and mm-hmm. we can abstract all the information into this one little symbol yeah so that's uh, th- I think that's what makes a good language and maybe we can apply that to uh, our verbal languages and verbal communication I feel like but it would be would a little boring something. yeah like we would lose like feelings? A lot of the nuance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe not, not feelings. Like, you can still read a sentence and get a feeling, but I don't know. I guess the feeling isn't as deep. Mm. See, I think that's very interesting how we developed a language or languages that are a lot different from how nature speaks languages. Mm-hmm. That's true. I mean, look at programming, for example. Like, Anyone can code, like, if they, like, train. Yeah. But what makes a good programmer is when you can optimize, when you can uh, uh, summarize information without being excessive, right? You're, you, you're mm. basically coding the exact same information, but you're, like, optimizing. You're making it so, so you can, like, you know, run the code as soon as, as fast as possible. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, which is like, you know, very similar to 
math, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, I don't know. I guess there you're kind of like directing a a, a system like a computer, you know? Yeah. So there's really no need for any um, emotion or yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, like it's. But imagine if we actually, like, you know, started speaking in codes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) system out, prints, hello, Devin. (laughs) Yeah, I I would enjoy that. (laughs) Um, But because it's it's a computer, Mm -hmm. and because it's, like, a human-to-computer communication, is it still... A language it is a language it's a way of communicating and encoding information it's a way of transferring information right but but I mean like what you're transferring the information to isn't alive like does it have to be alive to be a language what do you mean like oh like computers yeah well, not really, because then you can say, like, literature is not a language. I mean, they are. Like, they're made up of languages. No, but, I mean, that's from a human to a book to a human. So I think that's still human to human. Yeah, which is the exact same for programming. Like, you're writing a code, and, like, other humans view the code that you wrote. So it's, like, you know, transferring information. Do you mean, like, like if you... Are you saying, like, if you code a video game or something? Oh, yeah, that'd like, be a good example. So it's just human to computer yeah. to human again. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I see that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so then, um, if there was, like... So in my mind, I'm thinking, like, what would be the absolute, like, optimal form of communication? Like, so right now, we're talking to each other verbally, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and we've just spent like fifteen minutes mm-hmm. trying to discuss this topic. Yeah, do you think if we had like had, if there was like this perfect language that you just mentioned, maybe we could have finished this talk in like two minutes or two seconds. Who knows? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, how would you do that? I think, I think like, it, um, I mean, obviously, this is this is going above like human capability. But what if there was a way to, or actually, maybe with technology, it isn't. But what if you could like literally just like send an idea through to somebody's mind like like if I was um, if I was hungry for an apple or something I could just send the idea of me being hungry for an apple to your mind and you would get it and you'd be like oh he wants an apple I'll go get him an apple we wouldn't have to say a word would that be optimal and like it would be like instantaneous recognition like oh he needs an apple like but what if I want to hide my mind I mean, yeah, like, you you still have to deliberately, like, send it, you know? Oh, like you're texting. Sure, yeah, yeah. But the idea, the idea 
will be like in my mind if I send the idea it's going to be the exact same idea in your mind as it was in mine would that be optimal so it's like I mean I guess it's kind of similar to texting but more um... but I mean it's you don't have to look at it you don't have to hear it it just pops into your brain like instantaneously and you understand it instantaneously you know, we can really extend this for uh, conversation into like technology and futurology. Right. So, so like in the future, uh huh. What if you could like get a chip or something like inside your brain, and then yeah. you can just immediately send information. Yeah. Like no talking, no not even texting. <laughs> that's some. That's something out of Black Mirror, bro. But oh. what do you think about like the ethics behind that technology? Um, if, or I mean, would we even like, like, cause like talking could be fun. Yeah. But yeah. we are wasting a lot of time. Like if we had this perfect technology, we could have finished this entire conversation in like two seconds. Yeah. Less than two, less than two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. Immediate. Bzz, 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 bzz. Yeah. So it would be more optimal. And I think that would bring more pros than cons in my opinion. But we well, should the think thing about is, the, the thing is, maybe you can like send an idea to somebody's mind, but how do you get them to understand it instantly? That might be a different thing. Yeah, like if I send like, like if I have to explain quantum mechanics, yeah, to like a five-year-old child, yeah, would I be able to, if I, like if I send the information, would the child be able to understand? Yeah, because I mean, you need more context for that. Like you need years and years of education. Okay, but what if you can send all those information at the same time? Have you seen the Matrix? <laughs> No, I haven't. Like, but. where you can just, like, down, like, you know, like, uh, there's this main character. Yeah. And, like, she has to, like, fly a helicopter. Mm-hmm. And, like, she, like, <laughs> tells someone, like, hey, I want you to download Whoa. this information, like, on, like, how to fly a helicopter. And, like, she just does it immediately. <sighs> and, like, two seconds later, she just knows how to fly a helicopter. <laughs> so that's, like, sending information, like, so many, like, so much information in, like, an immediate amount of time. And understanding it. Yes, and understanding it. So we can literally, not only we can communicate, we can literally understand the world. I'm going to write that down. How is, like, how would you, I mean, I think that's like probably hundreds of years of neuroscience down the road. Oh, yeah. But See, but if you look at, like, you know, the past trend of technology. Yeah. I mean, who knows? But, um... There are like implications. Like, isn't it dystopian to live in a world where nobody's talking? Like, like I mean. But I mean, I guess that's the price we have to pay for. Like, you know. Advancement. Yeah, because think about this. Okay. Do you wish? How, how do you wish you lived in a world without smartphones? No. I don't. I I like to live. I would like to live in a world with smartphones yeah it is true that a lot of young kids are not looking at the physical world they're just kind of like stuck yeah on their phones and ipads but there are so many good things so many good things i'm learning so much yeah from like youtube google mm-hmm. and you know i can read any anywhere i go i can listen to podcasts as i'm driving mm-hmm. right i can look at the world 
I can watch uh, the World Cup from the other side of the planet, mm-hmm. right? So there are some consequences, but you know, it's just like it's 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 the same. I would you know, huh. it's it's much better to give up certain things for the improvement of or right. for the greater good of humanity. Yeah. So as we saw, like the uh, like the internet sprout. Yeah. We have been able to have access to so much more information in such a short amount of time. Like you can scroll through TikTok for like five minutes, learn about twenty new concepts. I know. You know, find so, like ten new songs in a book and I agree. You know, like it's it's crazy. And you like you can remember it all. Yeah. Right? Like And like our, you can our, save them. Yeah. So in, I mean Maybe there are limits, like biologically, to what the human mind can comprehend in a small amount of time. Uh-huh. But if you think about the difference between what we can do now and what we did like two hundred years ago, mm-hmm. it's astronomical. You know, 